Precious Lord, we just want to thank you for another opportunity to hear your word. We know that the flower fades and the grass withers, but your word abides forever. And Lord, we also know that the entrance of your word brings light and it also brings understanding to the simple. Thank you, Father, as we look into your word, help us to see where we're drifting away and pull us back from the miry clay and set our feet upon the solid rock. In the name of Jesus. And as I open my mouth, it is not I that speak it, but you that speak it through me, that your people be edified and that your holy and your glorious name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good day, my friends. Uh, we will be looking uh, at the ministry of God's Word in this coming month. Amen. And we're going to start with the finality of God's Word. The finality of God's Word. I'm going to start reading from the book of Second Timothy, chapter number 2. Verse 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 3, we read verse 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Amen. The quality of our Christian lives will depend upon the way we view the Bible. The Bible is the Word of God. The Bible contains the mind of God, the thoughts of God. And our disposition towards the Bible depend upon the way we view the Bible. This is one of the basic issues to settle early on in the Christian life. If you are a Christian or you are aspiring to becoming one, you must settle in your heart to follow 
the Bible. To not only read or listen, but to be a doer of the Word of God. For a steady, steady spiritual growth in life, the Bible will be all in all. There is a ring of certainty and finality to God's Word. We live by the Bible. As Christians, we live by the Word of God. The Bible is the final habitat in the life of the believer. Its verdict is final on all aspects of human behavior and devil. Even in spiritual, physical, secular, social, material lives, and so on and so forth. Hallelujah. The Bible is the Word of God. Glory be to Jesus. Though all world turn homosexuals, God still declares that homosexuality is sinful, is evil, and will damn the soul in hell. That a habit is now commonplace and acceptable in society does not make it right and acceptable to God. The Christian's goal is to be found approved unto God. Amen. Your goal is to be found approved unto God. The Bible reveals to us that God is our Father. Amen. When we are born again, we renounce the fatherhood of the devil. God then becomes our spiritual and our heavenly Father. Amen. How do we know that? The Bible tells us so. That God is our Father. The Bible is God's Word. The Bible is the revelation of our Father to us. According to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 25. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Amen. It is the only way we can know God and have a genuine experience of Him. It reveals the nature of God the reality of the Godhead, the requirement of God in order for us to enjoy His blessings. According to Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19, what does it say? The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19, that if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. 
And verse 20 says, But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with this word, for the mouth of the Lord had spoken it. So if we are willing and obedient to the word of God, we shall eat the good of the land. We shall be blessed. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. Let's look at the book of Luke chapter 11 verse 28. Bible says, But he said, Yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. So when we hear the word of God and we keep it, we are blessed, Jesus says. A true child will want to read letters from his father. He will be anxious to know what is in the mind of the father. If I write a letter to my children from a far country, they will want to hear what daddy has to say. A true believer will be eager to read, to study and meditate in God's word. He will want to know what is in God's mind. So the question is, do you read the Bible? Do you hearken to the voice of the Lord? by reading his words. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 15 verse number 16, Thy words were found and I did eat them and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of mine heart for I am called by thy name O Lord God of hosts. Amen. So if you are a true believer, you will be eager to read the Word of God. You will be eager to study the Word of God. You will be eager to meditate in the Word of God. You will be eager to want to know what is in God's mind. How do you know what God is saying at the moment? By reading the Bible. The Word of God is more current than tomorrow's media, news, newspapers put together. Look around you and see what is happening. To some people, it is new, but to us as Christians, the Bible already foretold us we already read about it. We knew it that a day like this will come. And even days that are worse than these are coming. The Bible tells us that. Amen. The finality of God's word is what we're looking at today. That the Word of God is the final habitat in the life of the believer. 
either must come to God must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hebrews chapter 11 verse number 6. Through the word of God we got the revelation of our father. Through the word of God we got the rule of our faith. The believer does not live by human edicts and laws but by the word of God. Let's look quickly into the book of Acts of the Apostles. Chapter number four. We're reading from verse 18 to 20. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Hallelujah. The word of God is the rule of our faith. That some actions are legal in a nation does not make them to be right for the believer. Prostitution, gambling and abortion are legalized in many countries, but that does not make them right in the sight of God. What we do is regulated by the word of God. For the believer, the Bible constitutes our rule of faith. Every action, every decision and plan is guided by the word of God. The Bible is the believer's final authority and federal court of appeal. It dictates a final. Hallelujah. It's law. It's binding and unalterable. Its sanctions are irrevocable. Its declarations are irrefutable. Its principles are incontestable. Its values and judgments are indisputable. Its verdict is not debatable and non-negotiable. This rules out situational ethics and liberal theology as well as other gospels. Amen. The Bible is the compendium of God's thoughts. The Bible is the whole university of edifying knowledge. The Word of God. Hallelujah. Look at Galatians chapter 1, verse number 8. The Bible says, But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Wow. Let him be accursed. I'm going to read again 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 to 4. 2 Corinthians 11, 1 to 4, I read. 
Woe to God ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well be with him. Hmm. These are very profound words by Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. He was concerned for the church in Corinth that they will not believe any other gospel. Just like in our days today, there are many gospels. There are many teachings that when you hear, you begin to question yourself, is this Christianity? People are preaching another Jesus. They will tell you Jesus is a no-nonsense person. They will tell you Jesus does this, he does that. They are saying things that are not written in the Bible. And so this was the concern of Apostle Paul. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit which ye have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might well be with him. He was scared that you, the churches in, in Corinth, will, will bear with such a people, just like how many Christians are bearing right now. They can't say, no, this is not scriptural, this is not biblical, the Bible did not say this. They can't challenge any wrong doctrine. They just sit in there and bearing and overlooking. Brothers and sisters, the Word of God can never be contradicted. The Word of God can never be polluted. People might try to say whatever they want to say, but that is not what God said. Amen? What God says is final, and it is written in His Word. Glory be to the Lord. The Word of God is a resource for fruitfulness. The Word of God is a resource for fruitfulness. In Psalm 119, verse 105, the Bible says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hallelujah. The Word of God is a resource for fruitfulness. You want to be fruitful, apply the Word of God. Hallelujah. Let's look at another scripture in the book of Isaiah, chapter 64. 
verse number 8. But now, O Lord, Thou art our Father, we are the clay, and Thou our porter, and we all are the work of Thy hand. Glory be to the Lord. We are the work of God's hands. And he can make you and mold you after his will, if you will let him. Glory be to Jesus. One more scripture, then we move on. Let's look at the book of James, chapter 1, verse 22. To 23. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Let's go to 24. For he beholded himself and goeth his way and straightway forgeteth what manner of man he was. Hmm. So we should be doers of God's word and not hearers alone. So if we're just hearers of God's word and we, we do not practice God's word, we are not his disciples. Jesus says that those that hear the word and apply the word, they are his brothers and sisters. They are his brethren. So we begin to ask ourselves, are we related to Jesus? The Bible is our resource book, my friend for freedom and fruitfulness. It's truth as we know, it sets us free. The Bible says you shall know the truth, that's the word of the Lord Jesus in the book of John chapter eight, verse 32, and the, the truth shall set you free. Not any truth, but the truth that you know. It is the truth that you know that has the power to set free. Amen? So ask yourself, do you know the truth? Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. So if you know Jesus, you know the truth. And Jesus, the truth, will set you free. In Jesus' name. The word will be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path so that we don't walk in darkness and so that we do not stumble. Jesus Christ is the word of God. He is the word that became flesh and he will lighten your path. And he is also the Prince of Peace. He is also the light of the world.
Hallelujah. The light prevents us from stumbling. Jesus, the light, prevents us from stumbling. Let's look at the Bible in the book of John 11, verse 9 and 10. Jesus answered, At the end of twelve hours in the day, if any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. Wow. Jesus, the light of the world. Jesus says also, let's look at the book of uh, John chapter 12. Verse 35. John 12, 35. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light. Lest darkness come upon you, for he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. The word of God is a light. Hallelujah. And when you have the word of God, you can never walk in darkness. Hallelujah. And that's why Psalm 119, where we read earlier, verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It is our food for spiritual growth, the Word of God. Hallelujah. Just as we consume physical food for nutritious purposes and for growth purposes, so we need to consume the spiritual food, which is the Word of God. Glory be to the Lord. Let's look quickly in the book of uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 5. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 to 15, I will read. Uh, to 14 rather. For when the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Amen. So here, what the writer of the book of Hebrews is telling us is that the word of God is a spiritual food that when you start as a babe in Christ, you consume milk just as a babe in the natural world. The sucklings. And that when you get to maturity, you begin to chew meat. So you see here that you need daily intake of the Word of God. Without daily intake of the Word of God, a believer cannot survive spiritually. 
Amen. Glory be to the Lord. The Word of God is our medicine when the soul is sick. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Let's quickly look into the book of Proverbs, chapter 17, verse 22. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. What can give you a merry heart? Not wine, but the word of God. Let's look at the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 8, verse 22. The Bible says, Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? There is a balm in Gilead, and there is a physician in Gilead. And the name of that physician is Jesus Christ, the Word of God, the way, the truth, and the life. So the Word of God is a medicine. Glory be to Jesus. It's a medicine when our soul is sick. We need the Word of God when we are spiritually sick. The Word of God is our mirror to show us our true spiritual picture. According to James chapter 1 verse 22 verse 23 where we read initially. The Word of God is our light in life's dark and dreary pathway. Amen. It is our light. We read that in the book of Psalm 119 and 105. Let us look again in the book of our Psalms 43. Psalms 43 verse 3. O send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Hallelujah. The word of God is our light in life's dark and dreary pathways. The word of God is the hammer that can knock our lives back into ship. Hallelujah. Let's look at the book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verse 29. See, the Bible says, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? Glory be to the Lord. The word of God is our potter's wheel. Where the divine porter is molding us into the likeness of his son. Amen. According to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 18, verse 1 to 6, and also Isaiah, chapter 64, 
verse number 8. Let's read quickly Isaiah 64, verse number 8. And the Bible says, But now, O Lord, thou art our Father, we are the clay, and thou art our porter, and we all are the work of thy hand. Glory be to the Lord. The word of God is the water that washes us from every filth and preserves us holy in God's house. Hallelujah. Let's look at the book of Titus. Chapter 3, verse 5 to 8. Here the Bible says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which is shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Glory be to the Lord. Hallelujah. And verse number 7 says, That being justified by His grace, we shall be made His according to the hope of eternal life. Verse 8, this is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Hallelujah. It is the water that washes us from every field and preserves us holy in God's house. Without the word of God, we will lose our way. But the word of God will lead us on. Hallelujah. The word of God is uh, the seed that when sown in our hearts, brings forth fruit 30, 60, and an hundredfold. I'm going to read Matthew 13, verse 1 to 3 quickly. The same day when Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside and great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into the ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed some seeds, fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and fought with they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other fell into the good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? 
He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because they seen see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. Amen. So this parable that Jesus told in the book of Matthew chapter 13 talks about a sower sowing a seed. If you notice, there was nothing wrong with the seed that the sower was sowing or sown. The problem was the ground on which the seeds fell. So the word of God is the seed that when sown in our hearts, brings forth fruit 30, 60, and an hundredfold. In the keeping of God's word, there is great reward. Hallelujah. Let's look at the book of Luke, chapter 11. I believe we read it earlier. But Jesus said, Yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Amen. So when you keep the word of God, you are blessed. What does Jesus mean by say keeping? It means when you replicate and reproduce and act upon the word of God. Or, you know, if you uh, hear the word of God and you practice what you hear, Amen. Jesus says you are blessed. Glory be to the Lord. You know the word of God, reference for fighting? The Christian life is a life of warfare. Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 that we wrestle. We are told to fight the good fight of faith. In 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. The Bible is our training manual for effective warfare. For there the Lord reveals principles on how to train our fingers to fight and our hands to war. Psalm 144 verse 1. It is our reference manual on how to plan the logistics of spiritual warfare. How to confront the enemy on the battlefield. And how to change and implement new strategies when the warfare changes phase and tempo. Amen. Sometimes we fight a war without a battlefront or boundaries. The devil uses all sorts of dirty tactics. The Bible reveals what to do when the battlefront changes or disappears altogether. Read in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 15 to 25. Amen. The Bible shows us how to fight with the whole armor of God, the weapon of prayer. Uh, the wonder of praise, the blood of Jesus, the believer's confession of faith and testimony, the name of Jesus, and so on and so forth. If we ever hope to fight and win every time in the spiritual battles that confront us in the Christian life, the Bible must be our constant companion. 
It must be our constant training and reference manual. The Bible, which is the Word of God, is a roadmap to our future. The Bible is our roadmap to the future on two counts, personal and corporate. The Bible is our personal roadmap for a successful and victorious future. Hallelujah. In the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8, the Bible says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Hallelujah. Good success. That's the Bible. Glory be to God. The principles of successful achievement as well as the benefits of obedience which equals divine assistance will be our lot as we read and obey the scriptures. See, on a corporate note, world events are not accidental. They are part of the unfolding program of God for the end time. Such events don't disturb the knowledgeable believer like you and I. The Bible details the events of the last days. Talks about wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places, pestilence, and so on and so forth. In Matthew 24, Luke 17, what people are busy doing research to understand, the Bible has already made clear and factual proclamations about them. Like the shape of the earth, for instance. The Bible talks about the shape of the earth. And here we close today as I read the book of Isaiah. Chapter number 40, verse 22. It is he that seated upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers, that stretched out the heavens as a curtain, and spread them out as a tent to dwell in. Hallelujah. God bless you for your time today. In Jesus' name, I will be with you next week by the grace of God if Jesus tarries. So we will be looking at the ministry of the Word of God, the ministry of God's Word. So next week we'll look at God's Word as the mirror. Uh, mirrors have always been part of the world and they have uh, always been used to observe the reflections of reality. So we're going to look at the Word of God as a mirror. By the grace of God, next week if Jesus tarries. It's been a nice time with you today. God bless you. Keep reading the Word. Keep meditating upon the Word of God. And don't be a reader of the Word of God only. Be a doer of it. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is blessed are you when you keep the Word of God.
in your heart. Thank you. And God bless you. Bye-bye.